Are you ready to hear the New Year's Eve music when everyone's blowing the blowers and the poppers are going and the champagne's going off? Well, that is when everyone is going to be saying, it's time. It's time to do what I promised. It's time to do my New Year's resolution. And we're not going to say, are you making them? What are you doing for them? We're going to say, what is the science behind New Year's resolutions? And that's why, very honored to have Dr. Dan DeVoe from the Mount Royal University Psychology Department join us. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Sarah? Thank you for joining us on your Friday afternoon, working until the very, very last minute oh anytime it actually just frees me up for my children for a bit (laughs) (laughs) how old are your children six and three okay you know what we could do this for hours we could talk until six (laughs) o'clock that'd be wonderful so what does science or psychology tell us about why every year we make resolutions and we talk about them and we complain about them why do we do this Oh, it, that's a really good question. What is the science behind why we do it? Uh, well, we can't, we follow these things called scripts. So if you look at it from a cognitive psychology perspective, we have these scripts for how do you go to a restaurant and order food? How do you go on a date? Well, it's the same thing for things like New Year's resolutions. So every year we follow that script. And when the end of the year comes, we think, oh, well, everybody else is doing this. I need to make some sort of goal and kind of follow the social crowd, if you will. So if the world collectively decided that this year we were going to be resolution-free, we could make resolutions extinct? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, because that would be a resolution in and of itself. (laughs) All right, Professor, I see what you did there. You caught me. You got me. (laughs) I didn't think that question through. (laughs) Right? No, but of course, yeah, if we did decide culturally that we weren't going to do it anymore, Um, there might be a small chance that we might get off that script of making that time-bound honor tradition on an annual basis. And do you think there's any difference in resolutions and the script of resolutions? Because there are so many of them, is it more likely to fail or succeed depending on what you're making a resolution to do, whether that's eat less or train more? or? Of course, yeah. So we always want to frame them within what we call SMART goals. So specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. So we really want goals that we can actually achieve. So saying something like, I want to lose weight, is kind of a dead person goal, right? Because a dead person can lose weight. Mm -hmm. What you want to do is say, I want to lose 5 pounds, 10 pounds. I want to do it by doing it for 1 pound per week over 6 months or something like that. So you want to be very specific in your approach to weight loss or quitting smoking or anything, gaining more money. That's what I'd like to do in the new year. How, how would you do a smart approach to that? What is your plan so I can copy it? <laughs> right? Well, I was going to say the lottery. That's not a smart approach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so even if people want to gain more money, how could you realistically do that? So you want a specific plan. Maybe you're going to pick up a part-time job. Maybe you're going to do Uber Eats or something like that. And then you want to measure it. How often can you actually do that? Are you able to do it one day a week, two days a week? Um, Is it attainable for you? You know, do you have a car? Can you actually do that? Is it realistic? And then how long can you actually pull that off for? And do we need to keep doing them for a certain amount of time? Or at some point you're hoping that the resolution is going to taper (laughs) off and it's going to become part of your lifestyle. And you're not still on May 17th going to be saying, I'm still doing my resolution. 
I th- yeah, I think for most of us, the bulk of us, we make these very grandiose uh, New Year's resolutions, and then we fall off the tracks, and we don't really achieve what we want to achieve. And we kind of have this all-or-nothing thinking built into us, right? So as soon as we hit one little hiccup, that's it. We're done. <laughs> Joining us, by the way, professor in psychology at Mount Royal University, Dan DeVoe. What about also the idea, though, that we make resolutions on January 1st? Do you think we'd be more successful at them if we picked a random date when the whole world wasn't <laughs> making them and we just said, you know what, resolution time this year, April 23rd. That's when I'm starting. I- I think so. I think there's a uh, there's a lot of merit to that. I think a lot of people do set out to achieve goals. That's no different than a New Year's resolution. And those are probably more likely to be successful because you're not just following some sort of cultural and annual script. You're more likely doing it for yourself at the appropriate time. And what if you could rope in a group of people to do resolutions with you, whether it's family or friends or colleagues? Sure, that'd be a great idea. There's definitely power in numbers for sure when we're trying to achieve goals. So the peer pressure would be better or the peer support. (laughs) I would call it peer support, but if you want to go the peer pressure route, that could work too, but don't recommend it. (laughs) Now, as someone who studies the psychology behind the decisions we make and why we do things, does it make you feel differently about your own personal resolutions? Do you still make them? Are you like, this was, this is not something for me? Um, I definitely set goals for myself, but I don't do the new year's resolution uh, rotation. (laughs) And what about people in your family? When they say they're going to do it, are you like, look, do you want the psychology behind this? Because I got it. I got your information. As soon as I open my mouth, I get a lot of eye rolls. (laughs) 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 So I don't say anything. (laughs) Joining us is Dr. Dan DeVoe from Mount Royal University. So ending the conversation on these this year, the one other question I have, do you think it's better also... Are you more likely to be successful with a New Year's Eve resolution if you put it out into the universe and so people know what you're doing? Or is it better just to keep it quiet, don't put it on your social media, and do it as sort of a secret, quiet, forward path just for yourself? You know what? The jury's out on that one for sure. I think it depends on what you're doing and what is the composition of your family and your support system and your friends. So if you feel like you have very supportive people and they're going to uh, help you along that journey to achieve that goal, then I would definitely put it out there to friends and families and let them know, hey, this is my goal. Can you support me along my way? If, you ha- if you're surrounded by, I don't know, Eeyores in your <laughs> life, <laughs> uh, you might want to avoid kind of bringing them in on it. Because I definitely think now resolutions must be so different that we have TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and all these things to put on there and say, I'm starting it and I've been going for two days and I'm rocking it. And then at some point, people are going to want an update and you might have to be like, you know what? I am not vegetarian anymore or I stopped (laughs) running in the morning or I stopped practicing kindness, whatever it is. Oh, dear. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm just tossing out ideas. I'm just tossing out ideas. But you're going to have to give your followers some sort of update as to what's happening. It's true. It's true. And I think more often than not, what we see on social media and it's, you know, it is a facade. We already know that Mm -hmm. you see this is my goal or this is what I'm going to do. And then you never really see a follow up. Facts. Right. And so you just, you know, it, it kind of just dissipates and it disappears. And that goes, speaks to human habituation and our tendencies to not really follow through with the goals that we set. 
Well, whether you are trying a different lifestyle, whether it's food or alcohol or exercise, and yes, I think we should all be practicing kindness. I've just meant like upping it substantially. <laughs> it will be a big topic in just a couple of days on New Year's Eve. So I thank you, Dan DeVoe from the psychology department at Mount Royal University for joining us. And I hope we gave you a short reprieve from your, your busy children. You did. That was great. Thank you so much, Tara. I really appreciate it. Have a great 2024. You too.